C, A, B, 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 C, Welcome everyone to Up in the Stash. Uh, I'm your host Uppy, with me as Stash as always, and tonight we are here with part two of Beer Week. And Stash, what are we doing tonight? Tonight we are showcasing Golden Road, which is, according to their website, Los Angeles' largest brewing company. Um, we're going to showcase a couple of their uh, IPAs and uh, one of their fruits beers. Um, I don't knock the fruit beers, guys. I, I know it sounds weird, but uh, actually Golden Road has a couple good uh, uh, fruit beers. So, Yeah, so let's uh, go and let's take it away. Yeah, how about you give us your first one? Start us off. Oh, my first one. Okay, so maybe a little bit of back backstory on Golden Road here according to their... Um, According to their websites, uh, let's talk about them for a second. Um, it says the brewery was founded in 2011 and inspired by all things California. Golden Road Brewing is LA's largest brewing. Um, it uh, represents those laid back days in the sun with your friends and family, waves crashing on the beach, sand between your toes, and plenty of good vibes to go around. We believe in great beer, which is commitment to family sustainability, good food, and the arts. There's a California-inspired brew for everyone in the nation to enjoy. Whatever your vibe, take a can of the California Dream with you by drinking Golden Road, mountains, beach, or relaxing at home. California is what you choose to make of it. Yeah, I like that. That's actually pretty good. Um, If you really want to know where one one cool one is at, if you're ever on your way to go to uh, Disneyland... Uh, there's one right off the exit there, one of the main exits to get to Disneyland. Um, that's where you can check it out and hop out and have yourself a good uh, Golden Road brew, uh, which is not bad. Um, so uh, the first one we're going to go over today is uh, the Hazy L-A-I-P-A. So I'm just going to go ahead and open this bad boy up here let you guys... Uh, Mm. Smells like like a it's a grapefruit when you open up that thing. Let me pour it into a glass so I can see the. I'm I don't know much about the hazies. I I think uh, Uppy does. This thing is. You can't even see through it. It's not hazy <laughs> It's enough. actually pretty freaking... Huh? Not hazy enough. <laughs> it's not hazy enough? You think it needs to be a little darker than that? Just a little bit. That thing... That thing is... That thing is... Uh, wow. Looks potent. The smell of it's nice. And you get a good nice grapefruit and... Fruity, you know, into it. I like the way these IPAs are going. So let's take the first taste test. Yeah, it's a little dry at the end, not too bitter though, but you can definitely taste the fruits. It's drinkable, I mean, what I like, it's not too bitter, it does it does have a good 
good dryness at the end, so maybe you can still just kind of keep going. But definitely, um, definitely a great beer. That's pretty good for for someone who's really not into hazy IPAs. Oh yeah, I can keep doing that. I can do that for a while, actually. So what's um? Oh, did you have any food pairings? That seems to be your thing. Yeah, I'm like letting it sit there for a second. It's kind of like interesting because um, you know, you, you know, our, our previous show had uh, some IPAs as well, but um, this one's um, this one's good. A little, I can taste the dryness at the end for sure, uh, but it's definitely grapefruity. You can taste the the fruity notes in there. This is something I would probably go well with a um, with like grilled fish tacos, like a grilled halibut fish tacos. Um, kind of like a rice and beans and maybe like a habanero salsa at the end. Yeah, that's kind of like it's kind of like it right there. And I, and I'm talking about like the traditional rice and beans, not the Mexican version of rice and beans, but like the the uh, Caribbean style where it's they use coconut milk and the rice and beans and it's uh, red beans, not pinto or black beans. And a really good strong habanero mango salsa. Yeah, that'd be my, that's a good food pairing, I think. Hmm. Hmm. Sounds good. Sounds um, hmm. sounds right up my alley. Um, when I came to Golden Road, I kind of had to take what I could get at the time I was there. So my first one is the Medianoche IPA, which is a, I guess a loose translation is Middle of the Night IPA. Is that correct, sir? That's about as loose as it gets, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so, uh, true to my style, I'll just read what they have to say about their own beer. Um, a light to medium-bodied California-style IPA, copper in color, with wonderful flavors and aromas of tropical fruits and citrus, finishing pleasantly dry. Um, see, the malts were two-row crystal light, hops were Bravo, Simcoe, Cascade, and Halito Blanc. Never heard of that hops before. And tasting notes, West Coast-style IPA, very tropical and citrusy with a bright finish. Um, and we'll say this, maybe I got a bad batch or something. I don't know. Like, I feel bad for saying that. It almost has like a mustiness quality to it. But it's not terrible. Um, I got a six-pack, and I'll drink all six. And uh, that means something because I stash knows, so I'll tell you all... Um, I've been known to, if I get a bad beer and I don't like it, I just won't drink it. I have five yep. beers sitting in my beverage cooler from uh, Coronado Brewing Company that I have not touched because I had the first one, I didn't like it, and it's just been sitting there ever since. And I've dumped out bombers if I didn't like it. So um, while I don't have the most glowing review for this beer, I will drink all six of them. Um, probably won't buy it again, but I will buy other stuff from them. And as far as food goes, um, I'll make this quick. While I have no food pairing for this, I will explain a food-related thing that Golden Road Brewing is responsible for in my life. So Father's Day morning, uh, 2019, I wake up early, you know, mostly because little Abby got me up early. And I turn on TV, and I was like, she, you know, she wants to watch her shows, but I was like, no, it's my day. I'm watching TV. So I found this, uh, I was on Viceland, and then they had like some contest 
like Golden Road Brewing was doing where they were trying to find like the best like homebrew beer in the country and the winner got to have their beer brewed by the brewery and Golden Rose Brewery and where I'm going with all this is is right after that show is over a show called It's Supper Time came on and it's like the greatest cooking show you've never heard of it only ran for two seasons the dude's like from Canada and he's just hilarious and it's like he's still it's still like good food but it's done in a very home chef kind of way so there's my food story that go with Golden Road they happen both in the same morning <laughs> was it um, did it inspire you to do anything um, on his show no but we uh, we have saved a few like we will I think which is the funny thing so you, you could watch like a not to get us too far off topic but you could watch like a Bobby Flay or something and you watch them make these gourmet meals that either you just don't have the skill or the time or the money because you know when they're making it on TV they don't care about budgets they don't care that you're poor yeah. but this guy does it in a way of hey um, you could do it this way but how about you save some money and time and just do it the cheap way just get the can of tomatoes instead you know stuff like yeah. that so and he's very like funny that. you know so I like shows like that so it, you know, I mean it I think it doesn't run anymore but if you go in Viceland or search for it you can find it um, it's very entertaining he makes us laugh you know, you know what's so practical about shows like that is that it it takes the scariness of mm-hmm. cooking, you know, out of it because that's the scary part. Like people tend to like fall into this idea of like I have to do it exactly the way I saw it on TV, or it's never going to come out. Yeah. Which there's some truth to that, but like mm-hmm. you got to remember, like some of these guys that are making this food spent like fifteen, twenty years in the industry, and and they know what they're doing, right? Yeah. And so. They don't measure anymore. They just kind of go at it. Mm-hmm. And I like when I like when shows like that, like America's Test Kitchen, that kind of does the same thing. And I guess that's sort of maybe like the 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 more millennial version that you're watching on Viceland. Mm-hmm. You know, like hey, go with the canned tomato. You know, if you don't don't you don't have fresh right. ripe tomatoes out of the backyard in your you know your orchard, then you know it, that's what's right. cool about it. I, <laughs> I like that. So. Yeah, this is a good beer. I'm still I'm still drinking it. <laughs> all right well, we'll give you the break to finish it and cleanse your palate <laughs> yeah. um that was great we actually have i think i think the second half of this show is going to be even better because i'm actually really excited about mine and i think you are yeah. too so yeah you were saying yeah then, yeah that that beer is um one of the household favorites here so yeah. perfect so uh, we're going to take I'm a quick break and then we will get back to those household favorites. And uh, Stash is going to kill his beer. I'm going to kill mine. We're going to cleanse our palates. I'll be right back. My name is Jonas. I'm carrying the Thanks for all you showed us. This is how we feel. Come sit next to me. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, we hope you enjoyed that nice, lovely LA music, that Stash. Uh, threw in there for us and um, we're here for part two of Gordon Road in our second part of the Beer Week series. So Stash, why don't you lead us off and tell us what your second beer tonight is. Um, it's funny enough because I'm actually going with um, the Wolf Pup Session IPA uh, and I must say like I love this beer can um, the way it's designed 
with the palm tree and the freaking mm. uh, purple and the you know the colors on the outside. It's a pretty cool design, guys. I give you guys I give you guys some props on that one. Um, I'm generally not into like the art art of a beer can or anything. I don't care because I'm too busy drinking it. <laughs> but I give you guys props on this one. It, ca- it caught my attention. It really did. Um, I went to our local Bevmo and picked up a few of these um, in, in preparation for our beer, w- beer week, and it was the beer can that caught my attention. Nice. So not so much the name. Yeah. Sometimes you need that. All right. So let's. Yeah, you do. You do. I. I it's a good way. It's like I, sometimes. I, you know, if we're going to start getting into this um, showcasing your different styles of IPAs, it's, it's like it's like an album artwork. You know, you got to you got to kind of like stand out mm-hmm. compared to everybody else. Absolutely. You know, what are you going to what are you going to be? So, OK, so um, this is this is from their website on um, Golden Road. <coughs> it's uh, the Wolf Pup Session IPA. Hoppy and refreshing. Wolfpup is our riff on a session IPA. Highly drinkable with a widely aromatic tropical character. It's the perfect combination. Excuse me. It's the perfect companion to keep on sipping, sipping for those long sunny days. Okay, so let's go in and see. Let's pour it and give it a good. and light it is not not too overwhelming it's a little more see-through yellow though than that hazy which is nice you can actually see your fingers on the other side that is really easy on the tongue doesn't feel too too heavy not bitter i'll say this about this beer is that i feel like it kind of lives up to its name on on it being um a really drinkable beer um and i probably would introduce people to ipas through this wolf pub session um because it's it doesn't feel too heavy and it doesn't come off uh super hoppy um that we do get with the ipas it's a great intro beer it's a good summer beer, uh, and it doesn't feel doesn't like feel like it leaves you thirsty, and and that's what's good about this beer. Um, and so, and thinking about that, uh, what I would probably recommend on this uh, food pairing on this Wolf session. Let me get one more drink out of this. Yeah. Okay, I got it because it's so light and. It's nice and doesn't make you feel heavy. Um, there is a place in Boulder, Colorado called Foolish Craig's. It's um, a really cool hopping spot that you can that you can go and get um, you can go and get uh, a good decent uh, meal uh, for a fair price. And one of their things that they have it that they make absolutely well in house is their corned beef. Uh, and they do a um, a Reuben sandwich with this amazing set of fries on the side. And so you know, like, when I say this pairs well with the Reuben, I'm talking that kind of Reuben sandwich. 
this place cooks their corned beef in the house, in house, makes their bread in house, makes their sauerkraut in house. And does their uh, their dressing in house as well, so everything is made in house and it's premium. So you're gonna pay the price for this sandwich, but it's worth every single penny. Um, it's that type of Reuben sandwich nice. with that type of beer that will really pair this off. So mm. it's like California meets Colorado type of thing. Um, and I've had quite a bit of Reuben sandwiches, and this is the my, on my top three of Reuben sandwiches. Actually, this replaces the number one that was uh, there for a very long time. This replaces that number one and drops down Idlewild the number two because wow. uh, just it was so freaking amazing the cheese the it just it was just the rye bread mm-hmm. it just flowed perfect like they put love into it if, <laughs> if like your mom made a made you a sandwich that's the way you would want the sandwich wow. or your grandma or something you know it's that good. I'm making myself hungry thinking about it so <laughs> you're making me um, hungry <laughs> right uh, shout out to you foolish Craigs I, I think of you when, when I'm drinking this beer um is that what you were you were the highlight of my whole my whole Colorado trip nice you might want to tag them when the show gets yeah posted. we'll definitely yeah we'll uh, definitely tag you guys so. so my cat has definitely joined the recording you just heard her meow again um, so my second beer which is kind of funny because I almost feel like I'm you normally because um, I wasn't I was kind of eh on the IPA and I get a non IPA for my second beer and I'm actually really excited about this one so I got the mango cart um, which is really surprising because that's not normally my type of beer. Um, I'll start with their description, and then I'll talk about it, and then I actually have like some vague food um, ideas as well. So Mango Cart is an ale. It's first in a series inspired by the iconic fruit cart vendors of Los Angeles, a light wheat ale bursting with lots of fresh mango flavor and aroma, finishing crisp and refreshing. It uses Bravo hops. Tasting notes are light, refreshing wheat ale with lots of fresh mango and aroma. Um, you can definitely taste that mango. Um, I will say that it's, at least for my t- my tongue, um, it's borderline too fruity. It toes that line, but it doesn't um, cross it. Maybe if I was in a bad mood, I would say, no, this beer is too sweet. But it, it's close to that point, but it's not quite that point. Um, I will take a stashian leap here on the food pairing and say it would go really well with spicy foods. You can take several gulps of it and not feel overwhelmed. But I've also have had this beer with a deli sandwich. It complemented a nice meaty sandwich as well. I think um, the food options for this beer are very versatile because the beer itself is yeah. very versatile. So um, you can't go wrong if you find it. You're, you, you need a decent beer that's not definitely not of the lower tier, the Miller Lights, the Bud Lights and stuff, and you see this nice yellowish can, um, don't be afraid to pick it up. Um, I'm an IPA, double IPA guy. I endorse this beer, so don't be afraid of the mango cart. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's one of our, one of the favorites of the household as well is the mango. Um, and so I, I, I concur with that. It's something not, it's something I can't do every day, but if I'm chilling eating a chicken sandwich or something you know Mm -hmm. or or you know um having a quick meal that that's a good one to to throw down absolutely it's not yeah it's not very harsh it rolls but you know you're drinking beer but you're not it kind of it's kind of like in the summer shandy type of right you know where it's good you know you're like i like the flavor not overwhelming absolutely yeah 
it's it's it sort of though reminds me though because uh, I uh, there's a place up in just probably probably north of Malibu or just around Malibu. It, it's uh, there's a, a beer called uh, Mango Nom Nom, and that's actually one of my first favorites of of, of mango beers um, besides you know this one. But that Mango Nom Nom has a more of a beer taste to it and it's smooth but this one does have a good mango-y taste it's not overwhelmingly mango so I don't know it's good yeah. I like it we do it it's and the, the one thing I definitely want to throw out there um, of the beers we're doing Golden Road is by far the largest of the breweries breweries we're doing during beer week so um, the one nice thing is pretty much I'm, I'm not sure what their distribution is but I'm probably a decent amount of the country can get their beers which is a nice thing because um we have one coming up this week where i'm pretty sure unless you're in the right in the town you're not getting it so that makes it a little bit more exclusive but um thank you golden road um definitely some good stuff and you have a wide variety um I'll, i'll definitely be less um apprehensive to try out more of your beers in the future yeah, definitely. Um, I I I'd say um, I this totally changed my whole idea of of uh, Golden Road because uh, at where I get my food and beer, my all my grocery shopping, Golden Road only is offered there with their fruity beers, and so I don't want to do watermelon or mango. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of want a different taste. And so when I went to Bevmo and got this stuff, I was I'm actually surprised that how like versatile Golden Road is and I, I sorta of take back my first critique of Golden Road of like how fruity they are and I and I thought maybe they were like a one hit wonder type of thing, but no they're not. I, I really enjoy it. I um, thank you, Golden Road. You you bring LA uh, LA's true taste out, you know. Yeah, I definitely have to. I definitely have to say um, it changed my opinion too. I kind of felt like they were more um, too large scale. I mean, if you go to their website, they have just a ton. Like this, this isn't even the only mango cart. There's like different kinds. There's a spicy mango cart, and a melon cart, and a pineapple cart. You know, they they just have beers upon beers upon beers, but they still do it right. So obviously, we have that many. Um, they can't appease everybody all the time, but I think they definitely have something for every palate. So, um, I guess my final thought on this is, uh, give them a shot because you'll be, if you haven't tried them, um, you'll like it. If you've had them before and didn't like it, try a different one. I'm sure they have something for you. Just, you just got to keep trying. Yeah. I say keep going. You know, I, I, I do love the idea that they're, um, very into the idea of like bringing uh, Los Angeles all together into one one spot like saying there's a there's a drink for everybody and that's about right I mean in California and even Los Angeles in general like how many how many other places in the United States can you go where you're gonna get really bomb tacos Mexican food um, you're gonna get some El Salvadorian food you know shout out to Joan and uh, the is it the Jonan Sisters? Yeah, I think the Jonan Sisters out in Los Angeles where you get Belizean food. You get freaking amazing Thai food. You get pho. You got freaking uh, curry. You can get 
um, Chinese food, you know, like great pizza, great hamburgers. Um, and if everybody else, we still have some of the great best barbecue because nowhere else can you get some of the best carne asada in the world, you know, it's here. So, uh, but that's just, that's just me being a little biased. Anyways, uh, shout out to them. I mean, man, we're, we're, we, we're lucky to live in such a diverse place and, uh, don't, don't always listen and believe everything that you hear on TV. We're not a bunch of, um, uh, sissies that can't defend ourselves because we're the liberals in the West. No, man, we got everything. Just you remember, want it, we got it. Liberals mm. have money too, and money buys things yeah. way cooler than guns. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like black market <laughs> RPGs. <laughs> yeah, we get hey, you. Just, <laughs> I know, you, you know, on the whole thing, like they think of what LA is. They think of like Hollywood. They think of like San mm. Francisco. Man, you've never you've never been to Chinatown. You've never been to K Town. You've never been to, um, you know, um, the back streets where you could go and buy the best pinatas in the world, dude. You we got there's all kinds of stuff over here. And Chinatown alone, if you go to Chinatown during the summer, they got like these summer nights, where they have this whole back alley, of freaking food food trucks, and you just hop food truck to food truck for like literally like half a block and they pack them in so tight and it's like the coolest fucking thing in the world man and then they got like live bands going on in the background all in chinatown where else can you get that you know but los angeles all right well with that said uh we're a little bit out of time stash have any parting words for this episode yeah my parting words are i'm glad it's summer it's hot it's great to be able to enjoy this uh, beer week with all these great beers. I am not the biggest IPA fan in the world. I have I'm, everybody knows I'm a blonde. I love the blondes, um, the beer that is. Uh, but these IPAs that I've uh, decided to try, I, I'm highly impressed. And uh, if if most of you guys are thinking this guy's a freaking weirdo, like IPAs are awesome, I get it. That's your thing. I'm going out of my my comfort zone and I'm trying things that I generally would not do. And I'm glad that I have because we've had some great beers over a couple of brewers. Uh, so thank you. And then uh, for me, um, I'm going to mirror one thing you said. Uh, I also went out of my comfort zone by going mango cart and I learned something new. I like mango cart. I still don't agree that watermelon belongs in beer, but I'm okay with mango. Um, but with that said, I think this episode turned out awesome. Thank you all for tuning in once again. And um, just uh, wait idly by because before you know it, um, part three will be out soon. So until then, don't forget to hit us up on Facebook. Um, just search for Uppy and the Stash Podcast. Twitter, Uppy and the Stash. Email if you want, uppystashpodcast at gmail.com. And if you're listening on SoundCloud but want other options, don't forget we're on Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, and Spotify. And make sure when you find this page, uh, this post on our um, Facebook or Twitter, engage with us. Get our free sticker. And uh, with that said, um, until next time, we bid you a good afternoon, good evening, and good night.
Say 